0: Welcome to Patient Stories. My name is Dr. Bertrand Liang, and these are some episodes about some remarkable people whom I've met through the opportunity of being a physician. It often takes a village to care for a patient. Mr. O was one of the patients I'd seen in one of my volunteer clinics I'd been doing for uninsured patients. he had come from Iraq and only spoke Farsi, thus requiring an interpreter for our various conversations about his headaches. He was a young fellow, only 22 years old, but had suffered more than many would in a lifetime, where his family had been tortured and he would needed to defend his and his parents' home from the vagaries of war since he was about 14. He'd been forced to carry a weapon for the Iraqi army and only had escaped the military with the help of an industrious relative who had secured passage to the U.S., first to New York, then to the Midwest, and finally to the West, to communities where there were a significant amount of Iraqis were similarly fleeing war-torn homes which were more of a memory than discrete addresses and which the experience had scarred these refugees not only physically but emotionally and psychologically as well. Mr. O was lucky, as he noted, since he'd gotten out. Most of his classmates from high school were missing or dead, and his neighbors had scattered to various parts of the world, or worse. Into unmarked graves put forth by either domestic or foreign troops once discovered. He relayed much of this to me through our interpreter with a soft, monotone voice, devoid of emotion, eyes downcast. It was no surprise that he had headaches, but also required the assistance of the clinical psychologist who noted his deep reactive depression and the unquestioned need to have prolonged therapy. Mr. O's headaches, however, were quite unusual and only incurred in the back of his head on the right side and never were anywhere else. They were episodic and only occurred typically daily, but it could be in the morning, afternoon, or evening. The pain was variable in intensity from mild to so severe he didn't feel like going to do anything during the day. As well, it was always in the same spot, but I could not get out of him what type of pain it was, nor if he felt it deep or superficially, While there was no doubt a language or translation issue, it was also clear that Mr. O didn't really like to speak about his headaches, although the mention of them more than once had prompted his primary care doctor to refer him my way. Interestingly, what was more apparent of the patient was his face. It almost drooped and the fold between his nose and cheek, particularly called the nasolabial fold. was very flat, which was unusual particularly for a young person. As well, during my examination of him, it was clear that he was also mildly weak, particularly in the proximal lower extremities and much more than one would expect for a young man of 22. He'd always demurred on getting tests done, according to his primary care doctor, having skipped out on having his blood drawn for routine labs, having x-rays done of his head, or even a simple urinalysis. He'd always just quietly left, acknowledging our efforts on his behalf, only to return, usually late, the next follow-up appointment, where he would admit not to have having the tests done or not having taken any of the provided medications and feeling the same as he had before. Mr. O's primary care doctor had attempted to do a fairly extensive evaluation of his head pain, which was, as noted, unsuccessful. When the patient was referred to me, I wondered what kind of success I would have, given that the patient just didn't seem to have the motivation to follow through with any type of evaluation. However, I was concerned not only about his head pain, but also the fact that he seemed weak and had the appearance of someone who just might have a myopathic or muscle syndrome. I wasn't sure if the headache was just a red herring, somehow involved, or two truly separate syndromes. And given the language barrier, notwithstanding the psychological issues of the patient, it was going to be a challenge. In the past, in patients who had apparent neurologic and psychological issues, My colleague in psychology and I would often discuss patients and the respective plans in order to coordinate our care. This often had the benefit of being able to address many of the challenges which faced these patients, both within the nervous system and the manifestations of the pathology decreasing their ability to cope. So I garnered her help and asked facilitation to go through with the diagnostic workup. Despite this, the patient continued to exhibit significant apathy about his own condition, the workup, and desire to follow through. However, ever gradually, with the psychology service help, we started over months to get the labs drawn, x-rays performed, and results to come in, which suggested that indeed, Mr. O had a muscle issue ongoing. With a consistent electromylogram, or EMG, performed, and lab tests also consistent with the disease, it was fairly clear that Mr. O had a disorder called polymyositis and that indeed his head pain may have been in part symptomatology of the overall involvement of his muscles. Mr. O literally took months to diagnose and a significant amount of effort from doctors, nurses, psychologists, and staff to ensure he would be evaluated and would follow up with his appointments. Again, interestingly, it is unclear that in a paying environment, time is money and non-compliant patients sometimes need just to fend for themselves that he would have received the needed evaluations he eventually received. It was with the dedication of the staff in a volunteer setting that allowed Mr. O to finally have a diagnosis and begin treatment. Eventually a clinical trial was found that he was eligible for and thus he could undergo treatment with more cutting-edge therapies in an academic setting and of the care he needed for his rare disease. It is with the dedication of volunteers in a system where many patients with limited resources fall through the cracks, where sometimes the best care exists since everyone works together for the true benefit of the patient. It is at these times one sometimes acutely remembers why we went into medicine. Thank you very much for joining me for Patient Stories. Be happy, be healthy, and find peace.